Hello everyone and welcome to another fun episode of Over and Unders. It's one of my most enjoyable things when I'm doing my podcast. It's talking about how people are going to get on in the season, doing those predictions. As I said on my mock draft, it's that season of hope at the moment in the NFL. No one knows what's going to happen, who's going to be the big team, who's going to fail. Anyone can say they're going to win the Super Bowl at this point pretty much and that's what's great about it. Now, Caesars in Vegas, um, via ESPN, have just released their win totals for each team in the 2020 season, whenever it starts. And um, I've run through them, and there's some I just want to talk about. I'll cover what everyone's got as their over-under, just so whatever team you support while you're listening, you get the result and you get to find out what your team's predicted. But there's some that stand out. There's some you think sounds about right. But there's some that stand out as right, wrong, surprising. There's certain teams that have obviously had a more interesting off-season. So we're going to look at those teams. We're going to talk about whether their over-under is what we think it should be. So I'm going to talk a little bit about every team, but talk at length about a few teams that stand out. So the first teams on the list, at the top of the list, is Kansas City and Baltimore. Their over-under is 12 Last year, Baltimore won 14 games. The Chiefs won 12. Chiefs obviously went on to win the Super Bowl. Um, I've actually got both teams to go over on this. I think they've both kept their rosters together and added to them in some cases, like Claire's Campbell going to Baltimore. I see them as really solid franchises. They're both in the AFC, the weaker conf- um, yeah, the weaker conference. Um, in the Chiefs' case, they're not in that great division. It's not a bad division. Um, Baltimore in a decent division. Um, Baltimore's got the easiest schedule in the league I I can see 13 wins for both teams going over that target next up we've got the 49ers and the Saints at 10.5 wins Um, again I I see both teams going over I think 10.5 is quite negative for both these teams Uh, the the only danger really for me is the 49ers after the Super Bowl loss have a slump, I can understand that and the Saints obviously now in a really tough division you could argue the Panthers have gone backwards as much as the Bucks have gone forwards but even so that's gonna be a tough division in a tough conference but nevertheless I'm confident in both teams I think they'll both get 13 wins I think the Saints have pretty much kept the roster together and added Emmanuel Sanders which will help Drew Brees as his arm slowly he's still a top tier quarterback but just slowly aggresses a little bit that dink and dunk will work that much better the 49ers again pretty much kept their roster together um, with the exception of DeForest Buckner, who's gone to the Colts. But they're they're a great team. They've still got a few picks in this draft, and I think they'll both be fine. Next up, you've got Dallas, Philly, and Seattle at nine and a half wins. I've got two teams going over, one going under. So if you can guess before I start which one it might be, um, I've got Seattle and the Eagles going over, only with 10 wins. So only just sliding over because they're both in the NFC. They're both in competitive divisions. And they've both got holes in the roster. They've both got weaknesses. But I think they get up to 10 wins. I think Russell Wilson's just too good not to, really. It, obviously, they have got a decent roster apart from him, but too good not to. And I think the Eagles, with a year of Wentz not being injured, getting Darius Slay to probably fix their weakest position, plus what they can take in the draft, I think get to 10 wins. So Dallas... Not far under. I've got them pegged for eight wins at this early point. I think there's lots of controversy going around Dak Prescott. This is one thing that could be resolved, and then I, I will move them up. If that's resolved for the start of the season, everyone's happy. I will move them up to nine wins, maybe ten. 
But that's hovering over the franchise. They have lost some players. I wouldn't say they've made any key signings that I really am impressed with. It's going to be the first year for Mick McCarthy. So I just feel that it's not it's not going to roll quite yet. But I have faith going forwards with McCarthy there. Okay, Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Minnesota and Tampa Bay Buccaneers are next up. They are all pegged for nine wins. So Steelers and Bucks were under last year. The Vikings and Bills were over. I can see the Bills going over again. I think they are the favourites for the AFC East at this point, if you're being objective, um, despite the Patriots' dominance. I mean, very close favourites, but favourites nonetheless. Stefan Diggs is a great pickup. The Steelers, I've gone over because I just think they did so much without Big Ben last year. They won eight games in a tough division without Big Ben. I think they did brilliantly. So with him back, some more additions, that defence intact. I'm pretty confident in them going over nine. Vikings, again, they did lose Diggs and some other pieces, but I think they've got a good enough core there still. Obviously, they'll pick some people up in the draft. I think they'll be able to fill those holes. And again, sneak to 10 wins. Steelers... Bills and Vikings all just over. I'm actually going to go um, push with the Bucks. I think I can see them at nine and seven. I think Tom Brady is obviously a great addition for the many, many, many reasons we could list. Not to mention, least to mention his leadership in a franchise that's floundered for years. However, I think their defense is full of holes apart from the pass rush. I don't think they've got a running back if if they face a team with a great pass rush and. Their offensive line is solid but not brilliant and they're struggling to protect Tom Brady who's not going to run out of the pocket. I don't think they've got the run game to then take it over. Remember, Bruce Arians likes long developing deep balls so Tom's going to have to sit there and if the O-line can't keep up, I think they could struggle. So I think 9-7 and seven, and with the three wildcard teams, I've actually got them pegged just about for a wildcard slot. But it's, it's not going to be as easy as I think people think it's going to be. Okay, moving on to the next one down. It's eight and a half wins. The big group coming up here. The Patriots, Browns, Colts, Titans, Chargers, Rams, Bears, and Packers. The two teams that stand out here by a country mile are the Patriots and the Packers. The Packers, I don't understand. It's a big shocker. I don't know why they're on eight and a half wins. Aaron Rodgers is still there unless I'm very much mistaken. They're going to add weapons in the draft. They've still got the defense together from last year. They've still got the home field advantage of Lambeau. They're still in actually a pretty mediocre division. The Vikings are good, but they're not on their level yet unless they make some nice additions. The Bears' offense can't move, and the Detroit Lions are a bit of a mess. So I, I, I've got them pegged for 11 wins. I think they'll easily roll over that. The Patriots are more interesting because I think 8.5 wins is about right, which, I mean, when was the last time you said that about the Patriots? 2002? Maybe 2000? It's a long time ago since you said that. So... It, I think they'll get nine wins. I think they'll get nine and seven, may even sneak in, in a wild card. Bill Belichick's still there. That defense is still there. Josh McDaniels is still there. They've still got plenty of options at receiver and running back. I know receiver, you don't think they have, but you've got Nikhil Harry, you've got Julian Edelman, you've got Mohamed Sanu. Um, they, they can obviously add options in a deep draft. I think they'll they'll sneak they'll sneak to nine and seven, but I think eight and a half. I am taking the over, but only just. The other teams there, Rams, I think, will be around that. Tough division, probably sneak over. Same with the Titans. Same with the Colts. I think the Bears, Browns will be under. Probably around seven wins. I think the Chargers will go over. 
I think the Chargers, if they can sign a quarterback, and it's no offense to Tyrell Taylor, I think he's a decent player, but if they can sign a quarterback, that defense is brutal. If they can get a quarterback and someone like Isaiah Simmons in the draft, um, so get Cam Newton, draft Isaiah Simmons in pick six, I think they could be a 10-11 win team and easily smash over the 8.5 win mark. Okay, on to 7.5 wins now. We've got the Texans, Denver, Atlanta, and Arizona. Last year, the Texans were the only team to go over 7.5, so we're looking for improvement from these teams. I think Arizona's uniquely placed to do that. I think Kyler and Kingsbury will have been together for another year. Getting DeAndre Hopkins is obviously huge. My only worry for them is it is a really tough division in a tough conference. I haven't actually looked at their schedule, but it must be brutal just from the conference and division they're in. It doesn't matter if the AFC teams they're playing are quite weak. It's still going to be a brutal schedule. So I've actually still got them um, as an under with seven wins, which is an improvement of two over last year. I just think they're just not quite ready yet. But next year, I think they'll be around. Uh, the Texans, I'm looking going under um, six wins. Not sure where that squad's headed. Uh, I think they're going to struggle. Uh, Broncos just under as well. Six wins. Take some steps forward this year, but not quite ready yet. Falcons, I'm looking to get nine wins and be on the cusp of a wild card. So they go over. Their offense is just that good. Just speaking about Atlanta, the defense is a bit muddled, but I think that offense will win them enough games. Okay, Raiders are the only team on seven wins exactly. I think they will get, they got seven wins last year. I think they'll get seven wins again. <laughs> it's a funny one, the Raiders. Um, they predicted seven, they got seven last year, and I think they'll get seven again. I think they're going to improve. Um, I think they're going to have a nice draft. I think Mike Mayock still knows these players very well. They've got two first-round picks. Um, I think John Gruden will get the best of a lot of people. There's some injured players last year as well. They're starting safety that they got last year. He was injured. But again, they're in there with Kansas City. Denver and LA are going to get better. And they still haven't sorted out that quarterback decision. So if they can go over 500, though, I think that cements Derek Carr as their starter. If they don't, I think they're in the QB market next year. Okay, Jets and Detroit are pegged at six and a half. Jets got seven wins last year, Detroit three. I think they're both going to be under this year. I think six and a half is a little too optimistic for both. Detroit just feel like a team that's slipping away. I think end of this year, Matt Patricia will be gone. Quinn might be gone, not sure. Um, I think they'll tear up the roster and um, start again. I think they they might even trade Stafford because I still think they'd get something decent for him and just go low cost, basically do what Miami have done, blow up the team, end up with five first round picks or whatever ludicrous amount they've got over the last next couple of years and just start again, get a proven coach in and just start again. Jets, I think, don't go far under. I think they might get six wins, so only just, but I think the Bills and Patriots are still better and Miami have made more moves and so I don't see them keeping up with those three. So five to six wins for the Jets at this early stage. Okay, Miami are the only team on six wins predicted. They got five last year. I'm going to go over here. Um, I think they're going to get seven wins, so not a massive improvement, but I don't think the win total is going to show what they do this year. I think you're going to really see them solidify this franchise, bring on veteran, experienced winners like the players from New England, bring in a load of experience, um, talent from the draft which will then 
blossom next year when they bring in another load of talent with all their draft picks and next year they're going to explode but this year I think especially as they're going to have to probably get a new quarterback so that person's going to have to learn the ropes whether it's Tua or Herbert so I just think they're a year away and so only winning one more game doesn't seem great but I think the improvement's going to be a lot more than that one game it's just that's the way the results are going to play out Okay, the Giants and Carolina are next up. They're on five and a half wins each. Uh, Carolina got five last year, Giants four. Um, Carolina go under here. I just don't think there's any inspiration in this team outside of McCaffrey. And by inspiration, I mean elite talent. There are some good and very underrated players, especially at wide receiver in this team. But I think McCaffrey's the only star. I think Teddy Bridgewater is a nice addition, but he's a bridge, not a starter for me at this point. I think... They just lack star power. They're in a really tough division and a tough conference. Kind of like um, Arizona. It's just Arizona trending up, Carolina down. But same sort of thing. Tough division, tough conference. Can't see them really getting more than four or five wins. But they will be competitive in a lot of games. So the Giants are building for the future. They'll tough out some games. Um, I think they'll get five wins. So it's an improvement of one. I know it's not a lot. But kind of like the Dolphins... They'll only get one more win this year, but they'll look a bit better than that. And next year, if they can nail the draft this year and next year, kind of like the Dolphins, they could be pushing people like the Cowboys and Eagles that have won that division the last few years. So last few teams now, the Bengals that predicted five wins. Last year, they got two. I'm actually going to go under here. I know five wins isn't a big amount to get, but basically what you're saying, I know they have gone out and got some players, but what you're really saying here is Joe Burrow adds three wins. And I don't see that on a team that has some nice weapons around him. Mixon, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, but have a solid offensive line, nothing better than that. An okay defense. Um, Burrow's going to have to come in and learn the whole system. They've got a young coach. I just feel like it's not going to be ready for them. Again, I think they'll improve on two wins. I think they'll get four, and I think they'll look better doing it. Um, I think they might even sneak the odd AFC North win, just you know, put people on watch. But I can't see them getting to over five wins at this point just because Joe Burrow's here. So in fact, if you want them to take the over and get to six wins, you're looking at Burrow basically adding four wins, and I don't see that at this point. Last couple, we got the Redskins and the Jags. So they're predicted four and a half wins. Jags last year, six. Redskins, three. For Washington, as it looks like they're not taking a quarterback, Haskins is what it all depends on the defense will be good again like last year with chase young it'll be improved the pass rush will be brutal the run defense has got to improve a little bit i advocated for them taking um, a defensive tackle early in the draft or in free agency just to shore up that run game weakness but i think they're going to be another three four win team this year as they slowly find their identity under ron rivera and i think next year if they get another quarterback that might be the season they start to take off Last one is the Jags. Um, I think they're going to go under or a best a push at, at four wins. Um, I don't know whether Minshew's going to work. I don't really see the direction of this franchise at the moment. They're getting rid of all their stars on defense. And although, yes, they've got some good draft picks, those draft picks have got to hit and hit straight away if you want to replace them. Their offense looks like Fournette's going to go. So who's going to run the ball? Who's going to catch the ball? To an extent, as we, as we said just then, who's throwing the ball? The offensive line's okay. Um, 
the defense is okay now, not talented like it was. You know, I know there are some talented players still there, like Miles Jack and Gokwe might stay, especially if Fournette goes. But I just don't, I don't see a lot of wins here. And the AFC South's quietly a pretty tough division, so I think four wins is the max I can see for the Jags. So that's my quick run through. I've been quite brief today because I feel. We're a long way away from the season. This is the the first set of odds coming out. We haven't had the draft. We haven't had all of free agency. We haven't had training camp. But it's really fun, as I say. I love going through these and just sort of trying to predict the future, see what we all think. So um, please go to um, our pages on Instagram, Twitter, things like that. Let us know what you think. Let us show us your over and unders. Where have I got it wrong? Where have I got it right? What am I missing? What have I nailed? Let us know on there. Keep listening on the podcast. Uh, Please give us a like and a subscribe. And we will see you all on the next one. Have a great day, guys. 